We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone you know it you know it. we've got the girl here all right so you know i like to give assignments and um um you, it isn't oh is Sorry. it happening again it's happening again is it happening go over the next okay, one happened yeah. this happened to me the other day that mic is possessed um all right hold on one second we're readjusting Hi, this I'm, is Rocco. I'm the go. new guy here. We're good. We're good. We had a problem with Mike Seven on Monday, was it? Tuesday? We thought we fixed yeah. it. But now she's on Mike Six. There we go. How's Mike Six sounding? I thought I was in it, trouble. No, I, I thought I was nodding, so that's why you guys turned yeah, my you mic said off. A bad word. Well, that's the way. That's the, the way they're going to do the new uh, debates. We're just turning <laughs> it off because we don't like what you're going to say. That's probably a good point. We're I'm, just going to turn it off. All right, so preemptively. Yes. Yeah, so I asked you if you would, you know, take a peek. Uh, yes, at this so, memoir you bought and read it for us. Uh, first off, I love that I have assigned to read a Mariah Carey book. This has been the highlight of my life. I'm not it's, even kidding. It's her school homework. She's doing a report. Mm-hmm. It's been very, very fun. And there's a lot of things in it that I would have to say are, it's a really good book. I, w- I was shocked at how good. Okay, so is it the basic stuff that we're finding out? Are you finding out other things about her? Because you said something about compassion when we were talking about her boyfriend. Yeah. And you said she deserves whatever she gets. She deserves all the good things. Uh, it's her family life, I think, that was really hard. Um, you know, her her mom was white and her dad was black. And there was a lot of issues with... Uh, she talked about the idea that it kind of was rough for her her mom to have to I'm sorry, <laughs> um for her mom to have to kind of lead the way in social situations because he wasn't allowed to either come or she had to go through the door first and things like that and that caused a power dynamic with an already not great dynamic in general to the point where you there was a lot of abuse there was a lot of physical fights um, she talks about being four years four years old and remembering um, huge fights in her living room. Um, some other things that really stuck out to me. I know we talked about this. Uh, the idea of I almost kind of kind of want to call her Voldemort. She refuses to say J Lo Jennifer. Oh, Lopez. I know. She mm-hmm. refuses to say it, and the beef is interesting because it's kind of secondhand beef. It's dumb. It's very dumb. Mm-hmm. Now it all starts from the idea that. When she was doing Glitter, they heard the lead track, Loverboy. They used a sample, this yellow magic orchestra sample for the song. 
They said that when they found that out, that she was about to come out with this big song, Lover Boy, Sony hurry up and ran back to their studio. And of course, that was her ex, where her ex worked. Right. And they said, oh, we've word on the street is she's using this sample. So they went ahead and used the same sample and gave it to J-Lo. Okay, I didn't know that that was how it happened. So they gave it to her. Yeah, so they it's a sample. So it's like right. a part of yep. the song in it. And J-Lo had did no idea. J-Lo was just like everybody else. A pawn in this where, you know, she had no choice. She didn't know that, you know, they were making this because of that. Um, and so that's when she would put out Loverboy. They put out I'm Real, if you right. remember. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. And so that's the one with Ja Rule. Ja Rule. And yep. that one, number one, it was really big and all that fun stuff. Well, she really should throw shades at it. And this is the statement she says in the end. After all that crap, but she used a different word, mm-hmm. Loverboy ended up being the best-selling single of 2001 in the United States. I'm real. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oops. So you go ahead and pick your job mm-hmm. when you read that because you're like, mm-hmm. dang, that's some shade. Well, that's kind of interesting because she doesn't acknowledge J-Lo. And today, J-Lo is being honored as People Magazine's Person of the World. And she's got a new shoe line that came out that she is scantily clad in a trench coat, just showing her feet mm. to promote it. So that all happened today. J- Life is good for J-Lo. Yeah, J-Lo's not losing sleep over no. this, I think, by any means. Um, that's weird that you hang on to something that's it's so not, dumb. It's not even her. And it's one of those things Maybe where... Maybe she's so deep in it, she has to just stay there. I, you know, I also read a report that somebody close to J-Lo said that she doesn't have time to read Mariah Carey's book. And it's just another link in the chain of secondhand beef. This is like reminds me and i am so proud of these two women because Katy perry yeah taylor swift kind of yes. had something similar with backup dancers and a misunderstanding and blah blah but they got over it yeah well because i yeah i think this I think, one's been going on a long time 20 years i mean it's so much so and there's another really interesting aspect i wanted to bring up it was the idea that she just wished that um oh, that uh, Lady Di had been around to see social media. And I thought I that saw was... that headline. What, what does that even mean? So We're talking she about talks Mariah about, Carey's new memoir. Yeah, Mariah Carey talks about running into Di, Lady Di at a Vogue party. And she said, quote, She had that look, the dull terror of never being left alone burning in her eyes. We were both like cornered animals in couture. What year was this? That was, oh, I don't have it written down. Well, it was in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she talks about how she wishes Lady Di would have made it to the social media because she, and, and it's actually great to hear because you think, how how do people handle all this? You know, now it's 24-7. She said, quote, our fans can come to our defense, bring all the receipts and create a united front so strong that no bland host or commentator or ravenous paparazzi can even begin to compete with their influence. We are the media. I only wish Princess Di had lived long enough to have Instagram or Twitter. I wish she had lived to see the people become the press. Oh, and how much support she really had. Yeah. That's that's kind of sweet. That's what I thought, too. And I thought, what a great... We always talk about the negatives of social no, media. and that's to see, really sweet. And you see the idea that, that Mariah Carey enjoys that. And I mean, she always talks about how much her big deal her fans make, mm-hmm. you know, in her the life. Lambs. Yes. The lambs. The my lambs. My lambs have come to my... Um, so yeah, I think I think it's definitely worth. Oh, another fun thing. Who would have thought that it was Debrat that helped her realize that she had to leave her husband? Which Tommy Matola? Uh yeah. So Mariah and Debrat went out and get some got some French fries, <laughs> and 
Tommy Mottola freaked out, was trying to figure out where she was, put security on high alert. And the rapper told uh, Mimi, as she said, Mariah, uh, Mariah told her, uh, she said something like, this ain't right. You have everything, but you can't be free to go get a beep Burger King when you want it. You ain't got nothing. You need to get out of there. So that was DeBrat, who was like... It's funny when someone just points out the obvious in front of your face, but there were security cameras in every room in that house that she lived with Tommy Mottola. She was really young. I know. It just sounds really like she was a kept woman. It sounds very restrictive and gross. Yeah, and it also stems to why she'd be with him is that she was talking about she came from an abusive lifestyle, and she talks about that and saying that, I had some inkling that there was a darker energy that came from him. A price to pay for his protection. But at 19, I was willing to pay it. Mm-hmm. So, so she I, owns it. Yeah, she owns it. Mm-hmm. That's where she was in life. And that was a choice. She'd probably make that same choice again. Right. And it's kind of the, where she grew up was the idea that that's how you show love. Yeah, I I've really, I think this one would be really good to read. I enjoyed Jessica Simpson's memoir so much. And Lori loved Demi Moore's. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these, you know... Really introspective um, memoirs have been really wonderful about these celebrities that we kind of have grown up with and you wondered this other side of them. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And then one last tidbit that I really liked. The first person she told that she was having twins was... Michelle Obama. Of course it was. I know. Of we, course I, Mariah I Carey. told everybody this the other day. Of course it was when they were at the White House performing. Christmas in Washington special. Mm-hmm. Um, and after she sang One Child, to Mich- uh, she went over to Michelle Obama and said, uh, by the way, uh, I just want you to know I'm having twins. And I thought to myself, what a cool, casual first person. Wonderful. Isn't that? And then I yeah. also love that she said this. Um, she was talking about Nick Cannon, who she's got nothing but great things to say yeah. about. She said, I think Nick and I could have worked it out between the two of us, but egos and emotions got inflamed. That's what happens in marriages. Uh-oh. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's egos, but it's emotions get inflamed yeah. and then somehow. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was That's really, really sweet. Yeah, I do too. I love that she talked, you know, especially because they have kids together and they need to raise them together. So. Morocco and Morocco. What's the other one's name? I can't even remember. Monroe and Morocco. I've got it. That, I got him. Monroe I wrote down, and Morocco. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I believe you. I'm, I'm right. I'm still looking through the book. <laughs> I, I'm right. You got to You got to believe me. This one. Okay. So let's go back to the Bethany Frankel thing that yes. Holly just told us about shading Kyle Jenner because she posted a picture of her daughter in a twelve thousand dollar backpack. Um, I for back to school. I love okay. it. Love it. So Stormy might be four years old now. Yeah. At the most. Yeah. And her, she's got a $12,000 Hermes backpack. You know, it's funny because the one thing is, is I don't think if I saw that post, I really wouldn't have paid that much attention to it. But it is nice. I think sometimes for celebrities to be like, is this, is, is this the is, call? Right. But you know, at the same time, who really cares? Of course she does those things. Like her mom's supposedly a billionaire. Yeah. Well, I think it's Bethany Frankel has really done a lot to help people out in need mm-hmm. and in crisis. And it was something I never expected from her at yeah. all, at all, at all. So her saying this, I kind of think, like you said, it's kind of I would never comment on this kind of stuff. No, ever. Especially with anything to do with anyone's ever. kids. And I would never give my kid the backpack. I take it myself. Oh, of course. I mean, whose kid gets an Hermes backpack? I, Mama gets that. Do you think that Kylie had any idea the idea, like the how privileged of a how 
I don't know that they care anymore. Yeah. I don't know that they care because everything they have is worth gobs of money. Yeah. So I don't know that. I don't know how you edit that at some point. And also that could have been something they got for free with the, you know, situation that they were going to post about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But you're supposed to say this is sponsored. They got in trouble for that before with the good old um, Fry Fire. The Fire Fire Festival. Fire Festival. Yeah. Yeah, Kendall did. So it's kind of, who knows? All right. Look at the time. It's time for (laughs) the other. The Dirt Alert. Thank you, honey. That's good stuff from Mariah. I think, I'm glad you like that book, though. Yeah, I'll I'll give it to you. And you like it. I really like it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And the J-Lo stuff was super fun. Fun. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, what do you got for us? Hey. What is happening? Well, gosh, not a whole heck of a lot, but we're going to have a dirt alert today. We're gonna, I hope so. We're going to talk some Real Housewives news <gasps> about Teddy Mellencamp knowing that her time on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was probably a long time coming. Now, she's opening up on her own podcast called Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp. <laughs> And she's revealing that she found out she was no longer a housewife from her friends before she heard it from Bravo, but had a feeling that her termination was imminent. She said, the craziest part about it was, I think that last Monday I woke up and I was on the Peloton and my girlfriend started texting me, my non-television show girlfriends, and they're like, hey, is everything cool? And I'm like, why? And they're like, it's all over the Daily Mail that you're no longer a housewife. And she was like, oh, come on. And then she opened up the news and realized it was true. Wow. Yeah. Now, All right. She did admit that she was blindsided and heartbroken that she wouldn't be returning. But again, she said she could have seen it coming because she felt like she was being edited out of yeah. the show. Do yeah. you guys yeah. feel we, like that was We happening? saw it was coming because she was so boring and yes. that they were trying to find things. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting how, I mean, these people have producers in their ears yeah, telling yeah. them what to say and what to do. It's not, there's a lot going on. Yeah, they definitely defocused off of her when they realized just how she didn't really have much of a storyline. And then I also think, um, I, I hate to say is her being pregnant did not help. No, because she wasn't a very fun. Pregnant no, person. she wasn't. So I know that sounds bad, but, but she was pretty boring before they, that. Had two stupid years in a row. I can't, I'm, yeah. I'm done with that one. <laughs> You're done. I, I'm I done. can't believe she, I mean, I want to know what her viewers are. I mean, their listeners on this podcast are like, talk Don't about promote it. No, I'm talking about a snooze fest. Yeah. <laughs> like her talk. I could not, Julie, I cannot. I like so chaotic, that's a, great energy, not Teddy energy. No. So that was a diss, Julia, not an endorsement know, in any like, way, shape, don't or form. Don't talk about it. Well, you know what? There are two openings in The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So whoever they bring on I know. will definitely bring a new energy to the show. We just don't know who Bravo executives want to cast in those roles as of yet. Uh, moving on, just a little celebrity. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Pretty Justice News, Dr. Dre and his ongoing divorce with his wife, Nicole Young. Here's the latest headline. Dr. Dre does not have to pay $6.5 million that she requested for legal and living expenses amid their split Mm. as a judge conducts hearings on the matter. So uh, Nicole's lawyers say that he's been threatened or she's been threatened since the split. The judge said that this case does not appear to be critical in terms of domestic violence and that, yes, he does not have to pay the security because it was reported that she fired security detail that Dr. Dre had hired for her. So they're like, well, okay, you, you this was hired, but then you fired them, but then you still want to pay. So that's not going to be happening All for right. you. All right. <laughs> Lordy Lord. Are Ugh. you guys looking at buying uh, some new stock? Of course. What little, should we buy? Little, well, Playboy is going to become a public company once again. Really? The company is valued at $415 million. And uh, yeah, they're going to be going public. So that's exciting if you're looking to buy some enter- adult entertainment stocks so in I, your portfolio. Yeah. I can't even remember, Holly. Did they? No. I know that they went to paper. They don't, they don't publish anymore. And then anymore. They, they went only to online, but then they went back to paper for a little bit. And then I think that, you know, honestly, I, I'm not a reader of Playboy magazine. What? I know. Shocking, <laughs> right? Uh, so, you know, it's digital right now. They're in, they have an Instagram account. I have looked at the Instagram. $415 million for a digital magazine. Well, and it's also... Okay, so they did shut down. Yeah. Well, and think the value in Playboy right now is that... It's a brand. It is a brand. Mm-hmm. The Playboy mm-hmm. Bunny is one of the most iconic yeah. Yeah. advertising logos of all time, and they still brand the crap out of that. So Yeah, they do. It's, it's valuable it, in that sense. You know, it really is just a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rocco has adapted this. I know um, he's um, Scary Spice, or, or spi- Spicy Spice. I wore a smoking jacket and uh-huh. uh, pajamas, mm-hmm. silk pajamas. Okay, like I the- would... I mean, I would, uh, yep, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. I like to have a Tomorrow, grotto at my house. I, I mean, I'm, I'm into the lifestyle. Luckily, Lori saw that, you know, they're changing it all up. She went and visited oh, there? Yeah, she The did. Playboy Mansion? Oh, yeah, she of did. course she yeah, did. Yeah, because recently I went back and watched some of the old episodes of The Girls Next Door. Oh, oh so good. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, you guys. But looking at the state of the Playboy Mansion, even during that show, which was what, around 2005 to yes. 2010, yeah. man, that carpet was looking a little shaggy. Oh, and they didn't oh. change anything. Looking, oh. a, looking a little long in and the And Lori tooth. said the grotto smell. Oh, was oh. just like, oh. Think of the parties and things that went on. Oh, think about all the things that were rubbed into the carpet. I know. Stop. I love it. It's a lifestyle. That's my, that's best. <laughs> a little Palo Santo is not going to do the trick in the Playboy Mansion. No. Let's just say that. Uh, it is spooky season, ladies. Mm. October 1st, Halloween season is upon us. And Entertainment Tonight caught up with Bette Midler, one of the stars of the classic Halloween film Hocus Pocus, <gasps> on whether or not she's going to reprise her role as Winifred Sanderson in the Hocus Pocus reboot. We don't know, but it seems like she's totally open to it. She said she can't wait to fly again. Now, it hasn't been confirmed that Bette Midler is going to be involved in this, so I can't read what's happening here either. She's confirming to Entertainment Tonight that she's involved in this project, 
or she is thirsty and she wants to be involved in this project and is telegraphing to Disney, hire me, please. Well, probably both. I need Holly to set aside a good eight hours of her life to figure out who is going to be the voice of the cat from Hocus Pocus. Because it could be anybody. Who was the voice? It was, well, the character's name was Thackeray Binks, and it was sounded like a hot guy, and I remember thinking that was... Um, but he was a no-name guy, I think. But it'll be very interesting to see who they do the voice for the cat. I think it should be Chris Hemsworth. <gasps> Love! Oh, there you go. Have an Australian cat. Or Leslie Jones. Not Leslie Jones. Um, our little pocketbook. Leslie Jordan? Yes. <laughs> I would think either. Yeah. It'd be kind of cute. All right, so and with the whole Hocus Pocus theme, is uh, it's posted on the Lori and Julia show page. Holly posted it. They came out with Hocus Pocus makeup line from Disney. <gasps> Love. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. So this is a collaboration between ColourPop makeup and Disney. So they've gotten totally spooky. They have all your fun Halloween makeup things that you can buy right now. And it actually looks really cute. I've seen some of the people, influencers, use the kit online. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to a little bit of classic rock music news. Stevie Nicks wrote Lindsey Buckingham after his heart attack. Even after all of the back and forth between those two, apparently Stevie Nicks wrote Lindsey Buckingham a letter right after his heart attack saying, you better take care of yourself, you better take it easy, and you better do everything they tell you and get your voice back and feel the grace that you have made it through this. I mean, even after all those years... I mean, a little, a little a slap on the wrist, though, from Stevie a, a Nicks. A little just saying, I'm a boss hog, but you know what? You better do it because I still love you. Yes. That's, yeah. uh, that's awesome. That is nice. I think that's very sweet. Yes, very, very sweet. Let's go back to the story that we talked about at a Dirt Alert update at the top of one of the hours here on the Lori and Julia show. This delicious story that Jessica Alba shared about her time on Beverly Hills mm-hmm. 90210 back in the 90s. So doing a new interview, she said that she wasn't allowed to look at the rest of the cast. While she was filming her role. Now, keep in mind, this was season eight of 90210. At that time, I feel like the show was a little long in the tooth. Right. To have people not looking at you. So she said, I couldn't even make eye contact with any of the cast members. It's really strange when you're trying to do a scene with them. If you recall, Jessica played a character named Leanne, a pregnant teenager who walked into a clinic where Kelly Taylor, played by Jenny Garth, was working. Mm. Don't make eye contact during that scene. Don't make contact with Ian Ziering. He's a big star, guys. Don't big, do it. He's a big star. Things are going to happen. <laughs> oh, Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us. So, there is some truth to this statement, okay? Oh, no. What is it? it well, it's not a big deal. But that I was trying to, early on in this thing, maybe early on in the summer, decide because weekends don't feel like weekends and weekdays don't feel like weekdays so much. Unless, yeah. But they do. Because you go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but how it's just kind of a run-on thing because you don't have these big events happening mm-hmm. on Fridays and Saturday yeah. nights that you were looking for. That every day in COVID is kind of like a Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's you're excited kind of for the weekend, but it still is nondescript kind of. Is that a good, like, do you think Thursday describes a COVID week? I think so. Because it's also that feeling of a lot of people, me included, hadn't kind of gotten rid of a lot of their energy. So it's like that in between if you're even tired but you're going to bed. I, you could stay up late because why not? Like, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's kind of, I think Thursday is I this, think, yeah. Which is better than, day. better than Tuesday. It's better than Monday. Oh. It's way better than being a Monday. 
Okay, so here's, they came out with this list of something that feels illegal when you're doing it. If anyone wants to call us, 651-641-1071. Like, is there something that you do that feels illegal? Like, I'll give you an example. Um, You're going to a restaurant and you take too many napkins. Like, you just need them for your car. You just said you need them for your car. You need to put them in your glove compartment. You need all the toothpicks because you've run out at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you do have anything that you kind of feel like you take too much or that you're doing that feels sneaky or illegal? It's one thing that always makes me feel very uncomfortable is those places that you buy the thing, the item, and it's sitting outside. Like, Trader Joe's has, like, watermelon. Oh, oh. Or fire, you know, like they have like wood sitting out there. Yeah. And so you buy it and then you feel yourself vocalizing it to everyone. Like, I bought this. Right. I bought this. Okay, like, that, that is feels so, so funny. Yeah. And like getting ice. Oh, totally. Which is outside. And you like want to like hold your receipt to some right. random people and people don't care. But you're like, I didn't just come grab this. Absolutely. That is so funny. Like I'll put like, I was just doing this. I bought some softener salt mm-hmm. at the gas station when I put. And I put it in my car before I paid for it because I was Ooh. pumping. I was pumping my gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna leave the gas in the car, and then I load up these things. And I might add that no one helps you wear shivery uh, anywhere. Um, okay, but <laughs> then I go into the store and I am like, I'm buying these. I want to shout yeah, the loudspeaker. Everybody, you want to like I'm, put like put it on your shirt like a like some. I'm sort not of being tag. illegal. That is so. True. Absolutely. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you do something that's legal, but you totally feel like you're doing something wrong. Another one is like you're shopping mm-hmm. and you might get a bottle of water at the beginning, like you're grocery shopping or something, yeah. and then you're going through the whole store drinking the water. Oh, it feels so naughty. It feels like you're doing something. My wrong. kid does not. If I say, "Hey, you're thirsty," we'll just drink this. We'll pay for it when we go out. Nope. He just. It feels. It feels like wrong you're stealing. To him. Yep. It feels like you're seeing... Who do we have? I don't have my glasses on. It is Anna. Anna. Anna, do you have something that you do that you know is legal, but it feels illegal when you're doing it? Um, I, It's probably illegal, and I'm going to call myself out. Okay. <laughs> I, I let my five-year-old ride with me from the driveway, like 20 feet into the garage, and sometimes he sits on my lap as I'm driving in. I, I don't know. If, I don't know. It just feels wrong, but... I'm with him, and it's safe. And it's, it's fun. No. Well, do you remember? I remember. All right. First of all, you're fine. You're in your driveway. Don't feel like oh, there's okay. a big car accident <laughs> unless you hit the gas pedal. <laughs> so, thank you for admitting that. But that's funny that you feel guilt about it. I, when we grew up, yeah, we used to drive everywhere on our dad or mom's lap because we'd steer. Yeah, never did that ever happen to me. Never, never. Did you? Did your parents do that with you, Anna? Um, probably. I th- I remember not having like a real car seat even. Oh right, seatbelts. What yeah. were those? Yeah, right. You just right. Got went in the back seat, and we we had the station wagon where you could face backwards even. Loved it. Loved yeah. making faces at people. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Well, honey, that's a good one. That's a good one. You're gonna be fine. I'm trying to teach my kids sort of how to drive, but... It's a little early, maybe, but <laughs> but again, know. you can always take them to a go-kart place. You know, that... Yeah, or, yeah. or, like, because yeah. we used to learn steering, like, all my kids knew how to drive because they had, like, a snowmobile thing mm-hmm. where they'd sit in front of you. Thanks for the call, Anna. Yeah. Or they'd have a... Um, We'd go to so many go-karts because I had the two boys, so they could drive anything, yeah. you know, forever. 
you do you ever feel like it's illegal sometimes when you use a bathroom at a place and you don't just did this in Washington. Really? And you just... Went in to use the bathroom, didn't pump gas and didn't buy anything. Yeah. And you're like, I know this is wrong. I have I have to go to the bathroom. Now. I have to. But you don't have to announce that when I've decided they're OK with it. Mm, well, I'm going to feel it out myself. All right. I'm going to learn that lesson by okay. myself. I just didn't. All right. So, David, David, do you have something that you do that is is legal, but it feels wrong? David. Hi. So, yeah, you ever go to the deli counter in a grocery store, you got your lunch set aside for the next day, you're not buying anything, but you need a prepackaged fork or spoon? Yes. Yeah, feel like you're stealing, like, it's the worst thing in the world. Right. And now you have to ask for them. Oh, I did not know that. Well, they're behind the counter. Because there's nothing, they don't have, like, the whole mustard things out or the salt and pepper things out where people could grab them with their hands. Yeah. Oh, I always thought they were always pre-wrapped, though. So they they are, but but I feel like we, I was just in Washington State, and we needed a fork for something that we bought somewhere else, and I just did this. But you're right; it does feel wrong, but it's okay. But you it's didn't. Okay. You, you didn't buy anything. Right, and Juliet, one more thing. Yes. We would love to hear you sing bumper music songs. I would love to hear that. <laughs> I think we um, all agree. Who are you speaking where, for? Where does this come from, David? I sent you a tweet earlier this morning. You did? I don't... I, Lori does oh, the tweets. She sent it to me, too. With the flashback bumper music, you sing along, Jason sings along, every host sings along and mocks these songs, so the host should do a karaoke version of themselves singing flashback bumper music. Oh, that's funny. That's really cute. That's a good idea, David. Thank you for the idea. I'm so behind on the social media thing. I should have read that. Rocco, you knew about this? Well, Lori forwarded it to me. I, I'm on Twitter, but I don't tweet. I just sort of read it. You read it? She sent it to me and She's, said we should do that. that. But I don't know. I listen to you guys sing oh, Lil Oki once a week. Oh, and I don't, honey. That's enough for me. But we aren't warmed up. That's right. true. I mean, you don't let us warm up. You don't. You just off. want it and on unlike demand. And unlike karaoke, there's no liquid lubrication involved. Well, we can gargle with our water here. Okay. Yeah, I, we mean, can I get... was more referring to. I know what you're saying. And... I know what you're saying. Yeah, boy, Green there's milk. okay. So speaking of that, this was a very funny thing. I thought you guys might not think it's funny, but you know, when you're out of town, you go to all these cute little shops. Mm-hmm. And you go, it like, it, it was a tourist town we were in, so yeah. all these cute shops. We have all these cute shops here, too, that Absolutely. I could go to. yes. But one of the things, and it looked at every greeting card possible. Of course. And one of them, and they're so, they're $8 now. And so one of them is, I smell old people. And below it, oh, wait, it's you? <laughs> I sent that to my sister for her birthday. I thought that was a funny one. But here's... Wait, you took a picture of it or you bought it? I bought it. Okay. I bought it. Here are some of the other ones. Cards. I never liked them anyway for someone who's broken up with someone or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things was this... um, Okay. And this is where you're going with karaoke. Um, Rocco, I enjoy a glass of wine for its health benefits. The other glasses are for my witty comebacks and flawless dance moves. Oh, I like that. That works. That's perfect. You're cracking yourself up. You've read this before, and you're I... cracking yourself. Look at you. I am. I bet to the illegal yeah. things. These are a couple more yeah, of yeah. the illegal things you're doing. 
All right, when you're in a store and you realize there's something in your pocket that they also sell there. Okay, so that happens like you'll go into store maybe with a bottle of water or something and you're like, I bought this somewhere else or this is mine. I came from home and you do want the big bubble sign. I already paid for this. Or like if you're wearing an item of clothing, like if I wear like something from Nordstrom's at Nordstrom's, I like want to announce to them that I bought this here weeks ago. Really? They're chasing you around the store. They know you didn't. Reading a book in the bookstore... Oh, yeah. That's not buying it. I used to feel guilty like waiting in the line at the grocery store and reading People magazine. Totally. And then you put it back, and I'm like, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm trying not to wrinkle it. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to make it be messy. Do you know what's probably one here in Minnesota is just zipper merging. We think that it's illegal. I think most Minnesotans think that it's illegal. Me included. I also get mad at people. Right, and I know it's wrong. It's, I mean, it's right to do, but I I know it's wrong. Describe get what is a zipper merge, though. It's when two lanes become one, right? And you wait till Who the last. The right of well, you wait till the last minute. Yep. To merge. Yep. So we're so used to getting over right away. I can't stand that. And so I, people, you have to wait till the last thing, so it looks like somebody's zooming by you. Got it. But I also have a problem. I I admitted it. I admit it. I have a problem. Accepting that zipper merging is legal. It feels it's, naughty. It does. It does. That's a good one to end on. <laughs> we'll be back with the rest of the headlines. I like that song. Love. That is that is Jason Derulo and Jesha 8685. Whoever that is, Rocco. Just say Jason Derulo. Yeah, that's what he does. He, is, he does. He announces himself. I'm coming in the room. <laughs> All right, here is breaking news. How many of us bought those exercise balls? The big ones that yeah. take up a lot of space. 100%. Yes, we have. Rocco, do you have one in your house? Uh, yes, we do. And I'm wanting to ask now for a show of hands, how many people use it? Okay, like I kind don't. of. For stretches. Okay, so you do. You do. We've, I used it this week, but honestly probably did a two-month hiatus without yeah. touching it. Uh-huh, Rocco? I don't think I've ever used it. They no. take up so much space. Yeah. Well, here is the breaking news study today. <gasps> Sitting on an extra bo- exercise ball at work isn't better for you, and it actually might be worse. So when these first came out, I'd do sit-ups on them, but it hurt my back more. Yeah. You know, you'd use them, and you'd think this. Remember, they were all totally. the rage. Every workout class, you got your butt right up to Ball, the rear. Right. And then, you know, riff lifting your chin, and yeah. Okay. So basically, and I've seen, you know, a lot of my friends do their work at their office, thinking they're working their course, sitting on their exercise ball. A new study from some people found that sitting on an exercise ball instead of a chair at work isn't actually doing anything for your health. In (laughs) fact, it could be making things worse. They found out when you sit on the ball all day, it doesn't really do anything to increase your core strength or your posture, but it could lead to lower back pain. If you think you're burning calories while you're sitting on the said ball, uh, the researchers found out that you only burn an extra four calories an hour (gasps) on a ball rather than a chair. Four calories. That's 32 calories a day, which is basically like burning off a quarter of a single of an Oreo. Exercise balls are good for actual exercise, 
But as chairs, they're a gimmick you don't need to buy into. That, it, you just broke at least 20 Because they take up heart. a lot of space. And I have one. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? They feel amazing. If you just lay all the way back sure. and kind of do like a, a, a bridge on yeah. it, that feels amazing. Yeah. But I'll do did, that like once a, right. once every but you six can, months. You can lay on your back and put your feet up and lift up your core and do a bridge that way. I don't think so. All right. Good news for Thunder Thighs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just tell you some breaking stories that I just didn't get you to know today. What, though, I do feel a little attacked. Oh, <laughs> I'm not looking at yours. I'm looking at Rocco. Good news for you, Thunder Thighs. I feel personally. (laughs) We've always, you know, what are these? They're my Thunder Thighs. They don't get enough recognition. You know what happens if you have Thunder Thighs? What? Thunder Thighs are linked to lower blood pressure. Okay? People, it's for real. Doctors at Rutgers University found people with higher levels of body fat in their legs mm-hmm. were more likely to have lower blood pressure than people with thinner legs. Somehow, all those dimples, all that extra <laughs> fat protects you from hypertension. If you have fat around your legs, it's more likely a good thing than a bad thing. So tell anybody who says you've got fat legs. Well, I didn't have any people telling me until <laughs> this know. moment. Well, I was just... I mean, I'm just... just I wasn't looking at you specifically. <laughs> I'll cry my way. I cry, cry, cry. Um, Kelly Ripa's um, husband, Mark Consuelos, yeah, said to her they were do- zooming or something because he's in Vancouver trying to shoot Riverdale, but they've all been shut down now because of someone tested positive. Yeah, and he said um, that her skin is shining <sighs> as a result of COVID. What? Do you get those compliments? Like, you look like you're glowing or shining rock, or do you give those to your wife? Um, no. So, wait, he said to her that her skin was shining? Shine. Not, like, greasy shining, just okay. that she looked, like, magnificent, like she had this natural beauty and glow. I'm trying to think if, if I'd want to hear that or just hear you're hot today. Uh, I'd like specifics. I yeah, think, I you like think the, the overall, get, your aura is no, perfect today? No. I don't want to hear you're hot. I want to hear, I want to hear, like, dang, you're... Cuticles look amazing. Oh gosh, Rocco, will you please ask Meg that tonight? If if just tell her just tell her, her cuticles, cuticles look, look amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, specifics are everything. And wow, the way you painted that pinky toe is amazing. amazing. And your thunder eyebrows. thighs. And your thunder thighs. Your pants look amazing too. You're, Can I say that? I'm so happy I'm married to a woman with thunder thighs who has low blood blood pressure. That's right. <laughs> How lucky are we, honey? Your thighs are going to keep us healthy. You know that that story you just read? How did we find... They were on a call? The Thunder Thighs? No, the... Which one? Kelly Ripa telling her that her skin... I didn't write down all the specifics. I remember remember you saying he Zoomed from Vancouver. Yeah, so why would we know that? Because it's in People Magazine. I saw it this morning. They were like, hey, we're going to leak this information to you. We recorded our Zoom calls. It's breaking news. My husband said, I'm just glowing. (laughs) I am... I didn't read all the details. Well, I'm attacking your content while also bringing no other solutions. That's what I'm going to say, people. I've gone through two books today, stacks of paper. How Uh, many have you gone through? mm. All right. Finally, finally, finally. Yeah. The first script for E.T. was a horror movie. Steven Mm. Spielberg decided he liked it better as a family movie. And that horror script was rewritten to become Poltergeist. 
Mm, you know, somebody called when we were doing scary movies yes. earlier oh, to say poltergeist. She oh. said she was 10. She oh. said she was freaked out, and then she was with her dad. They went out to the uh, parking lot. Their car didn't start. And <gasps> I thought, oh, wow, uh, the poltergeist is real. Some guy came over to fix it, and he looked just like the scary guy from the movie. Stop it. And she's been petrified ever since. So that she called after the segment was done. So stop it. And that that cute little actress, older lady, that was the um, the one that got rid of they're the, here. Yes, they're back. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, both. Right. They there are. Was, they are both. Too. They yeah. are both. Oh, thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. This is a COVID Thursday. Tomorrow will be just like it. <laughs> so was yesterday. <laughs> just kidding. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Colaguard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in.